Today I'm going to talk to you about desire. Desire is a huge topic of controversy within the spiritual community. Some teachers say that desire is the root of human suffering, and that the only way to be happy is to rid yourself of desire. However, even the desire to be free of desire is a desire, so it's not actually possible for you to rid yourself of desire completely. It is also not possible to lie to yourself enough so as to convince yourself that you don't want something that you actually do want. So why is it that thousands of people have received relief by virtue of releasing their desire? I'll show you why. When you in your physical life have a desire, that desire is a brand new idea of improvement. And that new idea of improvement holds a vibration. The minute you desire that new improved idea, your higher self, the universe at large, lines up with that vibration and becomes it exactly. Because through your desires, you are telling the universe what to become. It becomes it with no resistance the second you desire it. And now there is a gap, a gap in between you and your higher self, a gap in between you and that new improved idea which we would call your desire. Your emotions are all about that gap between you and what you desire. If you think a thought that feels negative, that's the indication that you are holding yourself in opposition to the thing that you desire. That is, the thought that you're holding holds a frequency which is far apart from the frequency of your desire. As opposed to when you think a thought that feels emotionally positive to you, which is the indication that that thought holds a vibratory frequency which is similar to the desire which you have given birth to. Therefore, the gap is closing when you are thinking that kind of thought. Happiness is the byproduct of closing the vibrational gap between you and your desires. So here is how it works. There is two ways to close this gap. Either you understand that the minute you desire something, it is meant to be yours. Not only that, your higher self has lined up with it and become it. It is already in existence, and your only job is to line up with it. That is, think thoughts that feel good, because that feeling good is the emotional equivalent of you moving vibrationally in the direction of your desire. We call that releasing resistance to what you desire. The other way to close the gap is to want the now. If you focus positively in an aspect of appreciation towards something that is in the now, it's the same as telling your higher self that what you want is now, and so your higher self joins you where you are, and there's no gap between you and your higher self, no gap between you and your desires. And even though it's impossible to do that 24 hours a day, you can do it for enough time that your suffering is no longer suffering. The desire that is emanating from every being in existence is what is causing the expansion of this universe. To come here and not desire is to promote endedness within this universe. It goes directly against the reason you chose to come into physical existence in the first place. You are designed to desire. Desire is as true to you as pure beingness is true to you. So why does desire cause pain? The answer is, it doesn't. Desire never caused pain. It's what we add on top of desire that causes us pain. What makes desire painful is thoughts like this. I can't have what I desire. I don't deserve to have what I want. I'm not good enough until I get what I want. 
What causes pain is continuing to focus on what you don't have or don't want after you have already given birth to the idea of what you do want. We think that desire is about wanting what we do not have, and so when we think of desire, we do not think of that pure positive emotion of inspiration and forward movement. We think of the feeling of desperate dissatisfaction with where we currently are. We call that the feeling of desire, when that is not the feeling of desire. It is, in fact, the feeling of whatever negative thought we're adding to the desire after the fact. The feeling of thinking that our desire is not currently ours, and potentially will never be ours. The key to allowing desire to do what it is designed to do is to release the thoughts that prevent desire. Resisting your desire is what leads to suffering. There will always be more to desire. Those of us who are intent on creating our realities, who practice the art of manifestation, are the very worst at feeling satisfied with our lives because we feel as if something has gone wrong if we aren't standing in a reality of pure perfection. Obviously, if I know I create my own reality and I have a dissatisfaction with my relationships, I have gone wrong somewhere. But this is not really the truth of how this goes. Because if you were able to create an atmosphere of pure perfection, that would be endedness. There is no forward movement from there. There would be no reason for you to even be physically incarnated. In fact, the reason that you are meant to line up with your desire is because when you do line up with that desire, you will give birth to new desire from that brand new perspective. It's a platform off which to launch. Many of us who understand that our partners mirror our own vibrations exactly think that a good idea is to not get into relationships until we stand in a pure place of perfection. But you will not stand in a pure place of perfection relative to yourself either, because each new thing that you become gives rise to new desires for yourself to become. Each new partner you get with, even if it's an improvement on the last, will give rise to brand new desires for partnership. For example, you might have a partner that's very boring, and because you're with that partner, you're giving birth to all kinds of new desires about a partner that might be exciting. And then eventually, you think thoughts which enable you to line up with that exciting new partner. And you enjoy that for a time. But that perspective of being with a new exciting partner is a platform for new desire. And it's going to cause you to desire new things that that particular partner may not meet up with. They may not match those desires right now. Why? Because they are the ones who are meeting the necessary criteria for you to give birth to new desire. We call that the contrast. Your current partner is contrast that is helping you to desire new things. Either that current partner becomes the new thing or you find a new partner to satisfy that new desire. Relationships are the real heart of expansion, and so from universal perspective, if your relationships aren't causing you to desire more, there is no reason for them. It doesn't make you a bad creator if you discover things that are unwanted in your experience. You would not know what you wanted to create if you did not encounter what you do not want to create. A better way of putting this is, if you designed your Prince Charming and manifested him and he was exactly what you wanted once you had him, you would find more things to want. 
Desire only causes you pain when you contradict your desire with thoughts that prevent you from it. Desire causes you pain when you continue to focus on what is unwanted, even after you have already given birth to the idea of what is wanted instead. Desire causes you suffering when you do not understand that desire will never end. It truly is the finish line that you will never reach. The minute you reach the point you think is the finish line, it will move and you will be chasing something else that you want. So let that be the joy. If you know you will never reach the end of the line, you will no longer think something is wrong when you don't reach the end of the line. You can enjoy the feeling of the process of hatching that new improved idea and the process of lining up with that idea mentally, emotionally, and physically until you are living the reality of it. The better it gets, the better it gets. And remember, if you can appreciate, meaning focus positively towards, whatever is already in your experience that you enjoy, you are essentially telling your higher self that what you want is the now, and so your higher self joins you where you are, and when there is no gap between you and your higher self, between you and your desire, you will feel a sense of inner peace. Ideally, you would live your life as a mix of doing both, both focusing positively towards what you appreciate and love about the now, and towards purely focusing upon your desires, even if they aren't currently part of your reality. You could not have a desire if you were not meant to achieve that desire. It literally could not be born within you unless you were meant to have it. So that's your indication, if you desire anything, that it is meant to be yours. The universe is not holding you apart from it. The only thing that is holding you apart from it is your thoughts. Desire is not the enemy. It doesn't have to be the enemy. And we are suffering when we think that we live with an enemy that we can't get rid of. Because you can't get rid of desire no matter how much you try. It was the design of physical reality. And I want you to remember that everything you enjoy about living, whether that is living in houses instead of in caves, the perfect piece of chocolate cake, or a really great spiritual teaching, was the byproduct of someone's desire once and it is now the byproduct of yours.